0: Hey, this is Teresa. I wanted to let you all know that this is the penultimate episode of season one of Hey Dude, which means it's also the penultimate episode of season one of Yay Dude. We're going to take a quick act break between our two seasons, and that will give us a chance to introduce you to some new stuff, get you excited about season two, and let us bank some episodes so that we can keep this content coming to you through the holiday season. I also want to say today is the birthday of the penultimate sibling in my household. Happy birthday to my wonderful big sister. Thank you for being my sister and my friend. Yada yada. You should check out Hey Dude on Paramount Plus or iTunes or what's the other one? Anyway, check it out. It's a great show. Stay tuned for season two. Um, I have a confession to make, which is that I didn't really take notes so much this week. And that I did a really bad job watching it. (laughs) Well, this is going to be a fun episode. (laughs) Is it the same for you? (laughs)
1: Um, I took some notes. They're not any more useful than my usual notes. I love it. Good. Well, we
0: should introduce ourselves to the show. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Should we say... (laughs) (laughs) Introduce ourselves to the show? That's exactly what I was going to say. Hello, show. My name's Teresa, and I heard your name is Yay Dude. (laughs) Who are are you over there? (laughs) Well, hello,
1: Teresa and Yay Dude. This is Jessica. (laughs) And this is how we do a podcast. Yes, it is.
0: I think we're really good at it.
1: Yes, I think that this is exactly how
0: introductions to podcasts go. Uh, This one's a Hey Dude rewatch podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. Speaking of rewatch podcasts and about good introductions and doing uh-huh. podcasts well, I've been listening to <laughs> a different podcast, <laughs> <laughs> which is called uh, Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Have you heard of it? Ooh, no, I don't it's know the this one. <laughs> Zach Braff, Donald Faison one about scrubs. Oh, yes. Yes. So I have a couple of things. That one's a pretty mm-hmm. popular podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think I personally I feel like we are doing this um you know basically just as well as they are, but they have a couple Correct. of things going for them. They number, have like a team. They do have a team, so that's number one. But I don't really. I think we're a great team. I think we're fine. Yes, Fancy. million percent. Million percent. We're we're all the team we need. So that wasn't the one thing. I, a couple of things I was going to say. Okay. Number one, they. Are famous people tend to like that? Yeah, they love that in, in a person. Yeah, so we should probably work on that one. Okay, might help. And then number have, two- like f- more
1: than a hundred Instagram followers. What? <laughs> I know <laughs> that's a lot.
0: <laughs> so I'm pretty famous. <laughs> that's about the same as Zach Garaf. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and then number two, uh-huh. their rewatch podcast is about Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Which was an extremely good show, yeah, <laughs> like it's fantastic by all accounts, uh, yeah, absolute classic, I love it. I've watched it a hundred million times through, just absolute brilliant show, brilliantly acted, brilliantly written, just great show, even doctors say it's legit mm-hmm. so those are the only two though, other than the fact that we're not famous, nor is this a very good show. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it's I love like
1: it. essentially the same principle like the rewatch and everything yeah did they do breaks between seasons
0: i don't know i haven't got that far yet well i'm kind of skipping around so i don't know okay
1: i think that we we might could do to warn listeners mm-hmm. that we're that we're coming up this year episode that we're watching is episode 12 of a 13-episode season. This is the penultimate episode. Penultimate. I think that we're going to take a couple weeks off between seasons.
0: Yes. And not to say we're forgetting the one that we promised you will come back to. But that's going to be a very special episode later. Yeah. So, yes. So, this is the penultimate episode of season one. Not just yeah. of hey dude but also of yay dude and then we Mm -hmm. will be back in a couple of weeks with that brand new content yeah brand new by i mean it was in 1990 yes i think this will probably take us into the 90s the the new decade right season two i wonder what's going to happen when they hit midnight on uh january 1st 1990 i wonder if all of a sudden they're Pants turn backwards and they start doing (laughs) crisscross. Do you remember what you did? For 1990? Yeah. Hmm.
1: As a small child.
0: Hmm. No. Going into first grade. Into first grade. I think I probably was just partying partying it up with my parents. We always did the (laughs) Martinelli's. Sparkling mm-hmm. cider and we had little noisemakers. I always stayed up till midnight though, because I could I could kick it late. Work. How about you? I don't remember ever acknowledging New Year's as a child. Do you acknowledge it now?
1: Yes. I generally can stay up um like all the way until midnight.
0: Wow. Yeah. New Year's Eve is one of those holidays that is meaningless when you're little because you don't stay up that late. And mm-hmm. then you party hard for a like I don't know 10 years we did that good yeah and sure. then it's again meaningless because you don't stay up that late anymore that's yeah. why I'm, I definitely go to sleep before midnight now
1: no I celebrate New Year's a lot throughout the year yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a Jew <laughs> <laughs> um, I've decided to, um, start acknowledging more Jewish holidays and, hmm. um, yeah, it's really nice. There are four, four kind of flavors of new year. One of them is a new year for trees. Ooh. Um, all the trees
0: are born. That's a Jewish um, thing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, if we want to turn into Zach Braff and Donald Faison in the next, uh, couple of weeks, that'd be good. Otherwise think we're great i think we're doing great and i hope you're sharing this podcast with friends and family and whoever you think might like it you don't have like to watch zach the braff. show yeah oh my god please zach braff if you're listening we watched the same one this week right employee of the week yes the episode was fine yeah was not my favorite and i completely had no recollection of it,
1: which is no that's new for me. I usually remember the episode brand new act. The synopsis is to encourage hard work and positive attitudes, Mr. Ernst sets up a competition to see
0: who is employee of the week, so we're back to this like competition based show again, yeah,
1: but this time, The music is all fake jitterbug.
0: Really terrific. It's real Western. Yes, that's what it was. I was trying to figure out what it (laughs) was. It
1: was so satisfying to me when I realized that it was fake jitterbug. Oh,
0: thank Um, you. That really helps me. Forget it, Ted. You're not going to win this one. Whenever I hear that song, I think of Zoolander and the, you got, was that in the gasoline scene? Yes. Where they're spraying gasoline all over each other? hmm And we Taylor. know she's in that movie. Yep. She's I've, just been jitterbugging her way all over the silver screen. I got pretty distracted a few times and had to rewind to figure out what was funny about it. <laughs> <laughs> I rewound and I didn't find what I was looking for no <laughs> the humor
1: in this episode. Should we go ahead and hit play? Yes, let's
0: do. So, here we go. We open on a sweet sweet melody pouring coffee for her friends as they walk in the door looking super exhausted. Oh my god, these grumps. Grumps and also they don't know who they are. They're that tired. They're not sure if they're Brad or not.
1: Yeah, so that's um,
0: tired. They're
1: like Garfield on a Monday type of tired,
0: you know? Oh, yeah. And about as funny. Actually, this is less funny than Garfield.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not as funny. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, But they had to get up early, extra early. Yeah, to go to a meeting for all of the staff, which is just four of them. I thought so. Who the fuck is.
0: Red, Red short spot scratcher. Do you think he's just like a friend of Danny's who came to stay for the weekend? That's a plausible idea. He does in this episode talk about a friend of his. Yes, uh, <laughs> I can't even say that loud. His friend Dave uh, Dimble. <laughs> no, Dave Dimble. Dave Dim- Dimble is somebody else. No. He talks about his friend. Bob Twilight, right? And when she's like, "Who?" and he goes, "An Indian." I just really love Dave Dimble. Dave Dimble. And I looked up. There's no. There are a couple of Dave Dimbles on Facebook, so maybe we can get one of them to come on the show. But I don't think it's like a real guy. I
1: I subscribe to newspapers or archives. Yeah, (laughs) and there was an article from 1923 about a Dave
0: Dimble, and it had something to do with Lockjaw. Um, oh, that's not good. Do you think it's the Dave Dimble that they're talking about in this episode? Probably. Oh, and that's why remember. he doesn't need his trophy anymore because he died a lockjaw. Yeah. Poor Dave Dimble. Anyway, uh, Mr. Ernst is gonna uh, surprise them with this cool new thing. Which, once he takes the covering off of it, it's a hunk of wood, according to Ted. Yep. But no. Just because the Stupist has it upside down. It's actually a blank plaque, you know, with all those little placards that you can engrave for a new program called Employee of the Week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And these tired-ass staffers are not stoked at all. Except one, maybe. Well, Melody's stoked about everything all the time. She is stoked about everything all the time. And... Fear, they do kind of perk up a little bit though when they start thinking about what might come with it because Mr. Ernst does say you're going to get something fantastic along with this plaque. Yeah. What did they all say? Uh, Ted wants a bonus, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Brad wants goof off time. Goof off time. Yeah, to
1: goof off.
0: Goof off time. Um. Oh, d- Danny. <laughs> that's a- Danny Danny. just wants a letter home to his parents to tell them that he's doing a good job. Yeah.
1: It's very cute.
0: Is it cute or is it so sad? Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And Melody wants
1: double dessert.
0: Double desserts? Are they not allowed to just go back up to the buffet line and pick up another one? What kind of place is this? Yeah. Makes no sense. She is saving children's lives out there in the swimming pool every damn day. Yeah. She can't get an extra slice of cake, huh? No, she can barely get one slice of cake, it it's turns out. Ranch, ranch-sanctioned ranch cake. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, he says they're going to get um, the res- honor and respect of their fellow staff members. which yeah. I, He just made it seem like every staff member is in this room right now, so... I'm really concerned. Where's Lucy? She has no business being employee of the week if she can't even show up for the staff meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you have a really good point. Yes. Interesting. I really thought there were more staffers. Uh, well, I mean, so later on, Ted hands his horse off to somebody. hmm I hope that's a staff member. Right. Otherwise, he just gave his horse to a vacationer and I was like, can you handle this for me? Yeah, it's fine. Would you just take this horse? Fine. I'm trying to earn employee of the week over here. Take my horse. I don't know. I think there's more. There has to be more than these four staffers. They can't. There must be. So they're having hay time, meal time. With the horses all around? (laughs) Haytime, mealtime. Haytime, mealtime. The
1: golden hour that they are in makes them look so grown up.
0: I know. Like,
1: this, I want to be there so bad. This looks so
0: nice. When we go on our free trip to Tucson, I want to sit on a hay bale by a saguaro cactus (laughs) and eat corn and a hot dog with you. Oh, my gosh. That sounds so nice. Can we do it now? Yes. And what do you think they're munching? Is that a uh, lemon meringue pie? Or is that some sort of cake? They're calling it a- cake. Oh, my gosh. That Then it's like a nice whipped frosting. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. Do we need to explain what's going on here? I don't know. Eh. Do we need to explain the scene? Oh. On this rewatch podcast? I guess so. I guess. They're, basically, <laughs> they're just sitting around on a hay bale. <laughs> Eating their, eating their rations.
1: Everybody's eating Melody's cake. Yeah. Nobody else has, has cake.
0: She's Um, so disappointed that she doesn't get to eat her cake. And they're all complaining about Mr. Ernst's stupid employee of the week. But then they're also talking about how they could win it so easily. How to get it. Yeah. Danny has
1: a, he just sets in with this really great idea. Really great
0: idea. Uh, Mr. Twilight. Yeah, he's going (laughs) to invite his friend Bob Twilight, the Indian, which is his face (laughs) when he says an Indian is so intense. So he's going to invite his friend Bob Twilight to do some um, tribal dances for the guests, thinking that that will he will then win employee of the week because of that cool, that cool get. Um, Yeah. So first off, listeners, you might have heard me talk about Robert Morningstar who is also Robert Morning Sky, and I can't wait to tell you more about him. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Everything that I said last time that sounded like I was speaking gibberish is what's in this whole book he wrote, which is you Have you gibberish. been reading this
1: book? You've sent me some screenshots. Oh,
0: man. I've read more than I probably should. I read a couple pages of it, which made my brain turn into goop. Um <laughs> yeah. no, so I' was had like,
1: such good diagrams of the different kinds of aliens from that one
0: star cluster. We'll have um, to that's our star cluster, Jess. We're them. I think'
1: sorry, I can't respond. My mouth just dropped open.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'll have to post mm-hmm. that diagram, yeah, yeah, it's very wild, good. uh, anyway. So Robert, when I think at this point, you know, they just met Robert Morningstar, yeah. who they think is a real Hopi Indian. So I think they just then were like, what's another Hopi name we could do? And they're like, well, Robert, how about Bob? And they're like, yeah, what's a, like a, a morning Star? What would be like the opposite of that? Uh, I don't know, like <laughs> Twilight? Yeah, there we go. We got it. Bob Twilight. That's a Hopi name. Yep. First of all, guess what? That's not a Hopi name. And you know what else isn't? Robert Morningstar or Morning Sky for that matter. I was learning this about (gasps) the Hopi people and their names are not like that. That's kind of Plains Indian to be like um, a nature thing, like, you know, Gray Wolf. That's not a Hopi thing. Their names aren't like that. That's not part of their naming convention. Not at all. Well, so, um, interesting. Yeah. Bad job, hey, dude. <laughs> this is frustrating too because they're in air, they're in Tucson. Yeah. Is there nobody? Do they, did they not meant any native people to be like, hmm, what if we did a name like that one? Yeah. That would have been real wise. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I just had to he mention that.
1: Was, Looking at Danny a lot during this episode and wondering how much instruction he got. It must have been really fucking hard. Because mm-hmm. they probably, I feel like the directors at times were like, act more Indian. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he was making some pretty conscious choices to be like, I'm going to act like a teenager. Right. And which he was. Not try and be somebody that I'm not. Or a caricature. Yeah. Which is what they were
0: trying to create. That's
1: really what they were asking of him. Mm -hmm. And it
0: just, it feels Mm -hmm. fucked up. Well, and I'll say this, like, he is a teenager here. I think he's probably (gasps) 17. Mm -hmm. And they're asking him to be pretend that he is Hopi and that he uh, you know say say all these things and speak in this language and all these things that legitimately I don't actually know if that was a Hopi language that he was speaking in that episode that we're going to come back to but he knows he's not Hopi everybody he knows in Tucson knows he's not Hopi It it might have actually been problematic for him and they might have let him know so I don't I I could see why he would want to distance himself from this. And it's just like, of course you take a job. You get to be on a Nickelodeon sitcom at 17. Like, of course you take that job. And then Mm -hmm. probably face some backlash that you weren't prepared for. And that the adults should have not put you in that position. So, Joe Torres, if you're listening, like, you don't want to own up to being on this show. I get it. You did a great job though. I don't think you were you know, you did a great job. But I see the parts
1: where where it feels like they told him to be more mm, more native. Yeah, I got that. But it's like so much cringe.
0: We had talked about this earlier today too, Jess, right? That like I understand my shortcomings here with really understanding what it must be like to be an indigenous person in the United States of America and um, what it is like to see yourself depicted or not depicted, not represented um, mm-hmm. in media. I can't pretend to understand that right now. We are going to keep learning and trying to find and bring in voices that do better understand that because we do realize that there are problematic things in this show. Um, We don't want to shy away from noting them and mentioning them, um, but we might kind of screw it up along the way and we're going to just keep trying to get better about it because um, Indigenous voices are voices that have been silenced systematically and systemically in this country for a long time. And we don't want to seem like we're doing that by glossing over things. But just know that in not trying to skip things, even though we've skipped an episode, (laughs) we will come back to it. Yes. (laughs) In not trying to skip over things, we might sometimes um, fall on our faces a little bit. But yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, Feel free to reach out if, um, if I put
1: my foot in my mouth. Yes.
0: Or not. You also don't. It's not your responsibility to teach us. But if you want to. Share anything, any insights. We'd love to hear it. And we will keep trying to educate ourselves more. Encourage learning about whose who's land you're living on. And not saying dumb shit like, oh, my friend Bob Twilight can come and do dances for us. <sighs> and if you are named Bob Twilight and you actually do do traditional Hopi dances and are Hopi, I apologize. But methinks. <laughs> That is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Bob Twilight is actually a really great Twitter handle, though. I was thinking about getting a Twitter for this show. Do you tweet still, Jess? I, no. No, I, don't, I
1: deleted my, twi- my, my
0: Twits. <laughs> um, Twitters. I really don't know how to do it, but I was thinking I could just create one and then use it to live tweet about Survivor. Great. <laughs> Which is a great show.
1: (laughs) Um, Wait, so you would make a yay dude? Yes.
0: A tweet about Survivor. Survivor. Okay. Both Paramount Plus shows, baby. Gotta do that (laughs) cross promotion. I like it. Um, Please do. Yes. Great. Both of them. Great shows. Both on Paramount Plus. Both hosted by Jeff Probst. That's not true. Both competition shows, though, clearly, because Melody. <laughs> We're getting back to the... Yay Dude Heart. Huh? Oh, my. Look at this wanna... scene, though. That was it's, nice. It's very pretty. Let's go. I want to go there. <laughs> oh, no. You're just had a
1: headphone staffu.
0: Oh, speaking of hiccups of this show, and then we should actually watch the show again. <laughs> I do apologize. This is my one correction, straf for not editing out your actual hiccup. That really was
1: a nasty hiccup.
0: (laughs) Nasty. Did you ever hear it? Did you ever find it? No. Where was it? I don't remember. Easter egg for listeners. Yeah, I go back and find Jess's hiccup. Uh, These are my notes. Great work. (laughs) Fake doctors, real friends. Bob Twilight. So my work here is done. All right. So here we are.
1: They're going to beat each other at employee of the week. And Melody is like all right, I'm going to make the rules, I think is how it goes. And her rule for being the being the employee of the week is that you have to be nice. You have to be the nicest. You have to be the nicest. And so then everybody tries to outnice each other. By being mean. I don't altogether
0: understand
1: these children.
0: I don't either. <laughs> I don't think they know what it means to be nice. And I don't think they know what it means to do a good job. Because Brad yeah. does the mail real bad. Where's
1: all of this mail coming from and going to?
0: Great, right. There's so many mailboxes. Are people, there are five employees. Are, are people having their mail... From home delivered to them while they're at this guest ranch for a week? Yeah. And they I all get their, their own mailbox. That's the deal. hmm And Brad's
1: tossing the mail into whichever slot it goes in,
0: which is up to her discretion. She just tries to make sure everybody gets an equal amount. <laughs> yeah. And then she lets them sort it out by themselves. This is actually kind of what our mail carrier did the other day. <gasps> This is yeah. funny. Yes. Tell me. Okay. So I got home and there was a box sitting on our on our front porch. And the United States postal workers have incredibly difficult jobs, and they I don't know if they even get paid well. And they have to deliver the mail. Being having lived through nat- natural disaster, they delivered the mail the next day. They were out delivering the mail when the storm hit. So God I bless them. Love
1: our post office. Yes. God Postal
0: workers are my him. favorites. Yes, God bless them. Except mm-hmm. this dodo bird who delivered our mail <laughs> yesterday, which I'm assuming is just probably some trainee or somebody who's very close to retirement and just don't give a fuck. Because he dropped off a box on our porch and uh, it's a, it, when I picked it up, I, I noticed that it was for a guy a couple doors down from us. No biggie. I was going to walk it over. So I'm walking it over, and it says on it, This box contains alcohol, must see recipient's ID upon delivery. I was like, Well, clearly he didn't do that. There's just a Did box you- of booze sitting there. Nope. And then I, Wow. Then I, you didn't ask
1: your neighbor for their ID?
0: No, because when I got there to <laughs> drop it on their porch, I saw our box sitting there, which was also marked perishable and had a big ice block in it that was just sitting there, too. So, Yeah. What the Um, fuck? If you are under 21 and you want to buy yourself booze with a little, you know, work around here in in Bay Area, California, just deliver it to my house. Nobody has to sign for it. You can just come pick it up later. Brilliant. I know.
1: That makes you such a cool auntie.
0: (laughs) Auntie to anybody who needs me.
1: Anyway. Yes. So, yeah, she just
0: puts that mail wherever.
1: And she is quite proud of herself and how nice it is that she's doing her thing. And
0: is it nice? I don't think she's doing a nice I don't think they understand what that word means. No, she she pulls out a box for
1: Mr. Ernst, and he is stoked. It's something very special for Employee of the Weeks. An enormous trophy. Of a, with a bowler on it, mm-hmm. it's from the current year, nineteen eighty nine, and it is for a man named uh, Dave Dimble. <laughs> That's um, so good, <laughs> Dave Dimble. He um, is going to have employees just pose with this object for their photo.
0: Yeah, you get the you get the trophy for your picture. It's yeah. a bowler. It's a bowler who isn't you, and uh-huh. uh, it'll be great in the picture. Mr. Ernst is an idiot.
1: Yeah. He's an absolute buffoon. Would that have worked for you at all?
0: Would would have worked for me?
1: Employee of the week, this whole, this whole... Yeah, I was going to ask
0: you the same thing. Um, yeah, I love when, you know, fake authority figures tell me I'm doing a good job. I love it. <sighs> There's like nothing more important. So Sam plays a little, little child versions of basketball class. And it's once a week for a half an hour. It's at a middle school. And that's great. Yes. It's adorable. And his coach told him he was doing a good job the other day. And I can't even tell you, like, that's exactly the kind of validation I seek in my life. I Mm -hmm. love it when somebody whose opinion doesn't really matter that much tells me I'm doing a good job. And basically, that's what he said, because he said my kid was doing a good job. So he basically (laughs) said I was Um, Uh that's that's I crave it. Wow, You know, you could. I don't care if you like me. I mean, I love you and I want you to love me, but it does (laughs) not mean as much if you tell me I'm doing a good job as if it does a parks department. Old uh-huh. man little kid basketball coach <laughs> so this would absolutely work for me. how about for you?
1: um I don't think this would work in the current iteration of life that I live, which is pretty far removed from culture and society and norms um I don't think that you could get me to care about this game uh, of employee of the week
0: employee of the week would not work for you no which character of Hey Dude are you most like I think that I'm most
1: Danny Agree. the like stay out of it
0: thoughtful funny yeah but loves birthdays <laughs> loves birthdays um <laughs> which character are you most like I don't know Red Shorts Butt Scratcher? Probably Red Shorts Butt Scratcher. My butt does itch sometimes. Oh, don't they all? <laughs> Butts?
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, Do we want to talk about anything else that happens in this episode? I do no, know we're that... We're only nine minutes in. Into- <laughs> yeah, should we just, like, zip through it? Yeah, let's get, let's get through it. Yeah, Brad doesn't want to be the Employee of the Week anymore. She doesn't want to hold the bowling trophy. Okay, so yeah. she's out. So now she's Melody's like, competition fuck is this shit. Yeah. It's just Melody, Ted, and Danny now.
1: Melody's hiding cake and she's brownies the cake. around the house.
0: Yeah, this part's sad. And like, does she have an eating disorder? Or she why does she have oh, to hide well, it? Everybody
1: else took her cake earlier. And so
0: So like, she's afraid, so she's hoarding it. Yeah, she's like hoarding food. She also was just writing thank you notes to the guests, and she was drawing rainbows on them. I did not catch that. It's really cute.
1: Then Mr. Ernst it has another box, and he's so stoked, and he runs into Danny, and he's like, check out this box. I've got a special cool thing.
0: Dan- Danny says, what's in the box? And I can't hear anybody say that line without thinking of Seven. Remember that movie? Oh, uh, Yeah. I was thinking about
1: um uh what's in the box, the squirrel edition from Sam Bon's Bingo
0: in Eugene. That was what's in the nut. What's in the nut? Yeah, yeah. But what's, what's in the in, box is not as pleasant.
1: What's in the box of Mr. Ernst is a beautiful tiara. Yes. Um and Danny is like, uh,
0: that's a girl crown. Humor them. Danny's a little bit sexist, though.
1: Yeah, he really does have some gender roles, ideals that... uh, He's working. Oh, God. But can we talk about the sexy mustache uh, cowboy who rides up in this scene?
0: Oh, I didn't notice. Like a second. Can we also talk (laughs) about how that is the lamest looking tiara I've ever seen? It's basically a single jewel. (laughs) All right. I need to find this mustached rider. It's a 1059. Oh, okay. All right. 1050. One, two, three. Oh my god, look at them chops. I think that
1: is the sexiest cowboy I've ever seen. <laughs> so hot right now.
0: Oh um, and then we enter back on Ted's vest.
1: Yes. Ted is wearing
0: an all denim outfit today. It's great. Danny's dropping out of this competition because he doesn't want to wear a girly crown. And I like yeah. for a moment, Ted's just like, well, that's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, whatever, just move on. Uh, and he's going to take this fight though to Melody because Melody thinks she can win. And Ted, uh, I got to say, Jess, this is the first episode where I am not on Ted's side. He's a real asshole. Oh, so mark the day, wow, ten five twenty two that Teresa said, "Fuck you, Ted McGriff." He's being i a, a. I'm going to say it, a jerk. Oh, look, you're calling him a jerk. Yes. Everybody knows Melody is the nicest. Everybody yeah. knows that. We There's all have no a friend. Yes. We all have a friend whom we know is the nicest one. Wait. Right. Uh huh. What? Are you looking at that cool backpack of all the colors? No, the I'm just
1: um, the sexy uh, cowboy has a name and
0: it's Bill because that's who Ted asks to take his horse. Oh, Sylvester Sylvester, And I like that Sylvester made a a return. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's his horse. That's his real horse. So they have some duke it out. Going to have a. Like, okay. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Duel. Who's going to be the Um, nicest. Yeah. They're going to have a nice off. A nice off. Yeah. I mean. Ted, bow out. You, yeah, seriously. Ben. You know your friend Melody is the nicest. That's her thing, right? Let her yeah. have this one. Try for it next week. You're a charming snake, and yes. that's your deal. Yes, and and it's employee of the, the week. You can try yeah, again. You can do it any any old week. Let her have this one. She was pouring you coffee when you walked in in the morning. Right, for no reason. Uh, she's nicer than you. Stop being a dick. Mm-hmm.
1: Now they get into some cleaning competition.
0: Ted has kind of a Mr. Ernst hat on. It's very high. It's a tall hat. Missed it. it. Well, just trust me that it was tall. Okay. And unidentified. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not a reference. We need. To- explain. No. Now they're cleaning. They're cleaning Melody's cleaning and then Ted comes in to te- steal her t- cleaning turf and he yeah. starts cleaning behind her. There is yeah. a moment though where he goes to like disinfect something and she's like, "You don't have to disinfect that. Nobody's going to eat it." And I was thinking, "Well, this is pre-2020, isn't it?" Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't disinfect stuff because you're going to eat it. Idiot. You disinfect it because it looks like something that
1: somebody's going to put up their butt. Yes. That thing that they were disinfected <laughs> definitely was look, I would want it disinfected. I think it was a remote control, wasn't it? You should disinfect remote
0: controls. That's sort of yeah. Yeah, I thought of, it was a little statuette thing. <laughs> well, then, <yeah. laughs> you definitely should disinfect things at a hotel, in a hotel lobby. Okay, we all know we're getting to my favorite part of this one now. Where Cassie enters? Cassie and Melody did something real nice. Melody tied bows all over Cassie. Huh? (laughs) But but, but he's not happy about it. We could post that picture. This
1: is Uh, a great shot of um, Buddy. In some fabulous shorts. Um, his shorts are like baby blue with bright green and orange and yellow and black and purple. Basically Geometric all the colors shapes. of
0: the bows that Cassie also has yeah, on. Yeah, it really coordinates well mm-hmm. with her bow sitch. Uh, so it was nice of Melody to do this for him. Yeah. I don't matches. know why he's got such a problem with it. Yeah. He's
1: pissed. Well, he thinks that Cassie is a vicious killer, and so that's why it's not fair. It's not her aesthetic.
0: Yeah. I... Has to be said. Does Cassie have a medical condition? Yeah, it's too hot. Do you think it's too hot, or do you think this is the downward slope for the old girl? Because... I don't think she's in later seasons, and she's panting so much that I'm starting to feel bad for making fun of it. It is a problem. Yeah. It's bad. So if your dog Uh, is panting a lot, first make sure that they're hydrated and in a cool enough place. Uh, Mm -hmm. Give them some cool water. Uh, And if it's not because they're hot, take them to seek some veterinary care. It could mean that they're in pain. Yeah, that seems kind of likely. I know. And I don't think we should talk about it anymore. And I think for our season finale, I'm probably not going to make fun of Cassie again. (laughs) That's kind. I feel (laughs) real bad for her after this one. She's panting so
1: hard. She did have an ordeal getting bowed up. Yeah, and then miss uh, So then it's nighttime, and they're outside, and Mr. Ernst comes up carrying, um, several bags that you'd would think were grocery bags, but they look like gift bags. That's what I thought. I
0: thought he was getting ready for a party. Yeah, did he just come back from a birthday party? Did he? Is he going to one? And this is where is this? No, it was in the last scene where Melody teaches Ted that being nice means doing surprises. <laughs> Yep, that's what it means. It's when you do something nice and they don't even know about it. And then later their heart is filled with gratitude. And warmth. And warmth. Ted mentions (sighs) that he took that advice to heart because he did a nice surprise for Mr. Ernst. Mm -hmm. And when he gets into that room of his, he's going to find out that those floors got waxed up real good yeah. The way we know that went sideways is we can hear a big old pratfall crash a Uh-huh. And
1: Melody is going to go go help out. Because she is actually
0: nice. Yeah.
1: And then Ted and Melody on in the next scene, Ted barges into her bunk. She's, well, she's eating h- chocolate and hiding, hiding hides it, it under the bed. Yeah. He stomps on the bed and unmakes it, and she puts lipstick on his collar. Yeah. And he is like, I'm going to be so nice. I'm going to call the hospital so they know to be prepared for you when you get there. Mm Because I'm going to
0: murder you. I don't know. But her line was really good. Where she said she's going to be so nice that she's going to go to medical school, become a plastic surgeon, come back here and break his nose and then fix it for him. (laughs) That's pretty good. For free. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. For free. I don't altogether understand what's going on. I don't know why they're so mad at each other. Yeah. Uh, And I don't think Brad and Danny do either. They're just kind of like, this needs to stop. But then, this is where I'm like, okay, Ted McGriff A step too far. Take me out in the desert and try to kill me. That's one thing. But say the best thing you could do for me right now is just disappear off the face of the earth forever?
1: Yeah. That's so mean. Right after he got fucking pissed at Brad for saying the same thing. The exact same thing. That's what Brad said to him. And then he was so sad that he Mm -hmm. handcuffed himself to her. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. I think he either didn't learn a lesson at all, Uh which is probably most likely. Number two, this person who does their story continuity on this show does a really bad job at their job. Or um, number three. Yeah, that's it. Don't be mean to Melody because she wants to win the thing that she rightfully deserves. She's the nicest. Yeah. And she looks real sad and her brownie is all crumbled up. Her hair looks good, though. True. So then
1: Danny comes in to see Mr. Ernst and say... You got to call this thing off. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of the first time I think that maybe humanity witnessed the idea of toxic positivity.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. think we knew
1: about that.
0: I think people felt it.
1: Yeah. But, but Danny it- really calls it out. Yeah.
0: He's like, this is not okay.
1: This this, this fake happy.
0: Yeah. It's making them miserable. Um, but Mr. Ernst does say he just really wants to show everybody how proud he is of his staff, which was sweet. Yeah. So then Danny says, "I've got an idea. Give me all that stuff," and then he just leaves. Yeah. So now Ted is hanging out, uh, and Melody walks in, and he's ready, there, locked and loaded to say he's sorry. He's like, "I said a lot of stupid things." She's like, "You did more than Sam." He's like, "Well, you're right. I just got caught up, yada yada." Um, he wants to go back to normal. Okay. And then she's like, yeah, I guess I did too. All right, we're friends again. And then they're such good friends immediately that they like put their arms around each other. She accepted this apology way too fast. I'm all for being forgiving. But it took her no time at all to be like, yeah, you're actually a really nice guy. Otherwise, why would I be your friend? And uh-huh. then they're coking and joking, laugh a over here, smiling uh-huh. like nothing ever happened. All fun and games. No, he was a real asshole. And it would be totally appropriate to say, you know what, Ted? I'm not ready to accept an apology. You were really hurtful. Yeah. And then walk away.
1: I think you're right. Mm -hmm. I think they very well could have done that. Mm -hmm. But no. Then they wouldn't have
0: been able to get to this last scene, though. And
1: that would not have made her a nice girl. Uh, So they decided to give the trophy to Mr. Ernst. Yeah. He's stoked about it.
0: They put the tiara on him, and mm. somebody takes... Is it Danny takes the picture? I think so. Mr. Ernst's face is so good. Yeah. When he puts his hand on his cheek... It's really kind of cute. It's really funny. Yeah. He loves playing dress-up. He loves wearing hats. You know who else loves wearing hats? Danny. Danny puts on Mr. Ernst's hat, which you can really tell when Danny's wearing it how stupid the size of it is.
1: Yeah. And also because
0: Danny's hat is so good the rest of the time. Yeah. Danny looks good in a hat. Mm -hmm. This one, not so much because it's stupid shaped and like has a stain on it. Yeah. He got it really sweaty. Ew. Then
1: Danny's pretending that everybody gets the things that they wanted from the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm.
0: Extra goof off time for Brad and a bonus for Ted. But the goof-off time has to happen between the hours of 2 and 4 in the morning. Well, yeah. And the bonus, he has to fish it out of the wishing well with his teeth. Yeah. But other they're than that. They're being very silly. They're loving it. They're laughing yeah. and laughing. And then he's like, hmm. And I get get a letter home to my parents to say I'm a good kid or something. Yep. Which made me sad again.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. And then he gives Melody her double dessert by
0: slamming it into her face. And then it's a food fight. And I fucking hate food fights. I was going to ask you. <gasps> I figured. I do, too. It's disgusting. Did you ever get involved in one? No. Have you ever been witness to one? Yes. I worked at a middle school, right? I was a oh. middle school teacher. And I would have to do lunch duty. And the kids would throw shit at each other. Gross. Mostly they threw craisins at each other, and then the the women who worked in the lunchroom would get so mad stop throwing these craisins at each other. And I was like, Well, you know what? We'll stop giving them craisins. Yeah. Might help give them craisins every day. And then throw them. What why do you think they're taking them? Put stop putting the bowl out. Yeah. Oh. You know? Don't pie a person in the face. It's
1: rude. And messy. It's very rude. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it to friends. Don't do it to strangers. Don't do it to me, mostly.
0: This was a stupid episode. It was so bad. And I'm sorry, I didn't even bring funny. No. I did not bring anything to it.
1: I couldn't either. I'm sorry.
0: I'm going to go ahead. I'm really sorry. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is so far my least favorite episode. Yeah. Couldn't get into it. This was John Goodwin or something. Not drunk, Not to be confused with John Goodman.
1: <laughs> this was by Alan Goodman. Alan Goodman.
0: wrote and edited it. I think he, they probably should have had a different. That's the thing that's happened with that guy a couple of times. Ugh. He's written and edited. You can't do both Buddy. of those
1: things. No. Because you're
0: going to think everything you wrote was good. It's yours. I get it. You have to have somebody else go back.
1: So, what are we going to do to redeem this episode of Yay Dude? Do?
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm going to, speaking of editing, I'm going to take it to the floor and I don't know. Should we just like speed it up? <laughs> yes. Do you want me to have it in 1.5 speed? That could be f- cute. Um,. <laughs> We are sorry that this episode was dumb. We're sorry this episode's dumb. Joe Torres. Uh, don't even know what could have been. I mean, we actually posited what might have happened to you, which is that you didn't like yeah. being How associated. you were treated on the
1: show and
0: <laughs> fucked the fuck right off. Yes. So that could be where you are. And if that's the case, um Ugh. we hear you and you can. Talk to us about it if you ever hear this and want to, or you don't have to. You can say, fuck off. Or it's possible <laughs> that he's just got a real mail mix-up. He's been trying <laughs> to correspond with folks, but it's just going in the wrong mailbox. That seems possible. Seems as likely as anything. Joe Torres, hope you're well. We really do hope you're well. I don't have anything to redeem this Hold No, on. This is uh, the, the, faux, the faux jitterbug.
1: Somebody was having fun in the music department. Yes, that was good.
0: Yeah. Take your dogs yeah. to the vet if they're panting a lot, please. Yep. And if you have a friend who is just, we all do. We all have a friend. And Jess, you are up there in my list of friends who are just the nicest ones in the bunch. Let them have the win if the contest is for nicest person, let your nicest friend have it. That's yeah. the lesson I learned is like, tell your nicest friends how much you appreciate them. And Jess, you are one of my nicest friends and I appreciate you.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i done being nice. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. God, see, see what happens when you don't Ever let your nice friends win anything, then they stop yeah. being nice and they start getting real.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I love you. I
0: love you. I guess bye for now.
1: Yeah. Bye for now,
0: Joe Torres. <laughs> and everybody. And thank you to and everybody who's to rating you. and reviewing. And oh God, check us out thank on Instagram you. at Cast. And Gmail is at yaydudecast at gmail dot com, and we have a Facebook page. Do whatever, find us. Yeah, I know some of you are listening. I can see the stats. Yeah. So if you oh wanna, gosh. if you wanna step out of the just the listening shadow and become one of the reviewers, do Ooh. it. Be or write hard. us or say something hey we have a friend uh from college that i will say is um i will not i won't name her by name or anything but she um is she has had some surgery and is recovering right now and i know she's been listening to yay dude and i just want to say uh get well soon and thank you for listening and we hope that this is bringing you some joy in your time of recovery Hugs and hugs and hugs to you. And hugs. And if you're looking for something to do, Robert Morning Sky, Tara Papers. Give it a read. I know she's a very avid reader, so yes, this is exactly the kind of thing I'm sure that she read all through college and got a degree in. (laughs) Oh, I have to take out the trash.
1: Okay. Well, I love you. Good night.
0: (laughs) I love you, too. Good night.